Welcome back to the eighth episode of The Lab. Sitting with me here again, Brendan Weirig and Alex Trotter. Uh, today, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, some misconceptions in training. Uh, I'll probably let Brandon kind of lead this one off here today. <laughs> He's already got a little full head of steam on what he wants to talk about. Um, but, you know, I hope you guys enjoyed last week's episode in regards to the you know speed round again. If you guys have any questions, please send it in to us. Uh, we'll probably post another Instagram story um, poll uh, post just to kind of get a little bit of idea of what else you guys want to know. Uh, so, you know, reach out, guys. Let us know. Uh, but without further ado, I will let Brandon, you know, take the lead on his first uh, misconception or, like, I guess you could say nuances of training that he doesn't like. Uh, mine is easily the speed ladder. Um, it's very... Sport specific. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it's everything's predetermined. You know what you're gonna do. It's very short movement. It's choppy. There's little to zero power output when you do it. So whenever you're talking about from a speed aspect, you want to be fast. You gotta be able to put a lot of power into the ground um, through a, a large range of motion. You can't just sit there and put your foot in the ground without having a, a very good. Um, foot outside your center of mass and then having these short choppy steps which is basically what speed ladders do um from a from a rehab standpoint uh with louie here i can i mean i'm, I'm <laughs> i try not to use it but um you, obviously they're great for like single leg predetermined jumps kind of working on um getting some of that stability back and things like that but from an actual speed standpoint it's not gonna make you faster mm-hmm. so that's that's my my first one yeah or make time. your footwork better. Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, I over the years, like, I was, like, pretty much dead set. I'm never having a speed ladder. You got you get into a wide receiver, which is more of a, the sport-specific style where they do have kind of that quick little jab motion to kind of get a, a clean release. But I would only say you only need uh, a two-box or three-box speed ladder for that mm-hmm. just because that's all the, the um, distance you're going to travel. But if you got a – I don't even know how many boxes are in a speed ladder, 12, 10. It, it varies. Yeah. You don't need that at all. You don't need to be... It takes too long to learn the icky shuffle how to do it during a speed ladder than it is to... I mean, by the time you learn that, this session's over. True. And that's all you, you did for an hour. So, <laughs> How many times did I give you crap when you were... You ranted and <laughs> raved on the speed ladders, and then you came over, head down, picked up the hey. speed ladder, walked out, and you didn't say a word. He was five months post-op ACL. So I know. That's what I was like, all right, all right, all right. I'll let you go. I'll let you go. Um, no, I like the speed ladder for certain aspects of training, but I definitely think that like it does get more of a bad rep in terms of people are like, you need to do the speed ladder if you're going to be getting faster. And it's like, meh, I don't know about that one. Too many pros on Instagram reels doing. Mm -hmm. Easy way to get likes. Yeah. The one thing that I have liked using the speed ladder for is like, um, I like doing a lot of barefoot training. Uh, with some of the athletes because if they do have more of like a passive foot or a weaker foot trying to teach them that like you know how to engage their foot in the ground using their toes you know uh, just start getting a little bit more control I'll, I'll use that speed ladder just to you know give them a smaller area to work in but at the same time getting the repetition as well I should just take away the, the speed portion name <laughs> of the thing just call it's it just a ladder <laughs> it's just a ladder it's a very flimsy ladder it's a useless ladder you can't even climb it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I would no, I want to see you try to climb that ladder. No. No, okay. not. Fine. We'll leave it alone. Do it, King's Island. Oh, yeah. The Weeble Wobble Ladder. Yeah. No, thank you. Dang. I think, uh, anything else you wanted to add on to the, the ladder? Nah, I think I got my point across. <laughs> okay, point made. Foot down. <laughs> <sighs> what would you say is like a misconception from the physical therapy side of things? Uh, I think one of the biggest misconceptions in therapy, uh, actually I think I've seen it more with like dry needling, where like people will come in and they ask, you know, are we going to be doing dry needling? And it's like, we can, but that's, that should never be like the end all be all. I've had a lot of patients come in. Agree disagree. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a few patients who like come in and they're like, um, you know, I think I just want to do the dry needling and you have to explain to them, you know, a lot of the research doesn't support that just dry needling will, you know, bring you to where you need to be. Is it great for pain relief and, you know, restoring certain things? Yeah, it is. But I think that when, you know, you accompany that with, you know, some neuromuscular education and you start, you know, reducing the pain and then teaching people to move again, it's a much better bang for your buck. But there are people who just want to rely on those external tools to take away the pain and then they'll be fine. Um, that I think needs to change because some people put dry needling up on a pedestal. It's an adjunct to treatment, not necessarily just the sole treatment. Um, and that's one of the things that I want people to understand that, yes, I do dry needling, but that's not the only thing I do. Um, there's a lot of uh, weapons in my arsenal. And the needling's just one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of the dry needling with like some of the east stem, some people are almost even afraid of that when I start bringing up um, like dry needling with east stem because they've never heard of it being done with or never had people do that before with them. Um, I liked it better personally. Yeah, when I ran Less that. stabbing. <laughs> well, I mean, once it's in there, that's going to twitch anyway, so might as well Life. shock it. <laughs> no tears. Yeah. Less, I should say less tears. Um, yeah. Stupid. <laughs> no i think the other thing is that uh there's like some form of like secret exercise that they're not doing that is going to get you magically better and completely take away pain and like you know one or two sessions with me and you're going to be right as rain and it's it's not how it works it's about consistency learning habits building strength in the right spots and then relearning to move again um, I've had someone who looks me full on in the face and is like, I have to come how long for how many weeks? And it's like, you know, if this isn't a commitment, I've got a door right there. So, um, mm-hmm. those are just some of the two There's things. one of our athletes. Yeah. You can go ahead and name drop them if you want. No, I won't do that. <laughs> I won't be mean. Uh, I won't be mean. Even though when I get the deer in headlights look. Uh, no. Well, that's just their face. Yeah. <laughs> we won't mention their name. Um, no, but those are the two biggest things I think so far that, um, I mean, there's not a whole lot of, if you ask someone who has never been to PT before, what do you think a physical therapist does? They're not going to have any idea. Mm -hmm. There's not a whole lot of good information out there yet. That's, you know, about PT, what it does. And so that's why I'm trying to like, you know, expose that. Like, you know, I'm not a bad guy. Will you probably, you know, cry like Trotter did one day? Yes. Yes. But will you feel better after? Yes. There's a lot. What? There's a few tears. <laughs> but but in my defense, I kept putting it off. Yeah. And it just progressively got worse and worse and worse. It'll fix itself. It'll yeah. fix itself. Or 
one thing I heard was, I was I was afraid to come to you, and I'm like, why? Like, what are you afraid of? Because like, you're going to tell me to stop doing things. That's like the exact opposite of what I want people to do. Yeah, that's what I originally thought, though. That was definitely a misconception. Yeah, the amount yeah. of people you have, like, yeah, they, go, they go to a certain, like, PT. Certain ones, yeah. Gonna, you know, it's like, okay, he doesn't want me to squat or deadlift or yeah. none of this stuff. And it's like, well, how are you supposed to pick up a box or pick up your book bag when you're at school? Or, go yeah. sit down on the toilet. Yeah. yeah. It's like, man, Are you serious? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Go pick up your backpack from the ground. Oh, wait, you just did a suitcase deadlift. Mm-hmm. Huh. Funny. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, okay, soapbox done. Those are my those are my three misconceptions. Yeah, uh, I, I would say that's a good one because I I definitely fell into that category like years ago, and mm-hmm. I kept putting it off. It was a, it was like a Jim Drake. He walked up to me in hybrid, and this is how our whole relationship started. He saw <laughs> he saw me hurt my like my pec. This is when I like I tore it, and um, he didn't say anything the first time, and then like I was trying to do it again, and it just repopped again. And then, like, I'm sitting over there, and I'm just bitching, and I'm like, oh, I can't move my arm, blah, 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 this sucks. And he walked over, handed me his card, and that was it. And he just walked away. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is this dude doing? <laughs> and then, like, I just sat on it for, like, three weeks. I was like, no, nah, this will get better. And it just did it. I tried, I tried to, like, move it. I tried doing bands. I tried tying it up, and I put a knee wrap over it. I was like, all right, I'll go see this dude. And then it worked. I was like, damn it. <laughs> That's awesome. But I love yeah. those stories. I love those stories. Yeah. One of my favorites was probably I had a CrossFitter who she hated her last PT. Mm-hmm. Absolutely hated her last PT. Um, and my very first question was like, you know, well, why did you hate your PT last time? And it was her ex-boyfriend. <laughs> I got a 30-minute, like, just, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh, explanation, which I did not know I was going to get that long of an explanation, about how the PT told her not to go, um, you know, deadlifting as much weight. She wasn't supposed to be doing as much impact because of her back, so no more double-unders. He just kept taking away more and more and more. So she finally felt like she couldn't do anything, and she was just severely limited. Yeah. And so she thought I was going to do the exact same thing, but she had gotten to a place where she was feeling semi-decent. She was just terrified the back was just going to explode again. Yeah. And then he kind of changed her mind. I'm like, I'm not going to take away things, but we're going to modify. Mm-hmm. Like, I never want people to just stop. Stopping is, like, the wrong answer. Mm-hmm. You got to learn to modify and adjust. That's the big thing. Yeah. Uh, I think one other misconception would be um, when people think they have to do so much less when they are recovering from surgery. Because I've had people who they're like, yeah, I just had surgery either as an, you know, ACL repair. We'll go with that. I had a patient who had an ACL repair and they were just weak as all get out. And I'm like, have you been eating? Like, have you been sleeping? Are you drinking? All that stuff. And they're like, well, I've cut back a lot of my calories. And I'm like, okay, how much are you eating? I'm eating about 1,400 calories a day. I was like, what? Like, how are you not the angriest human alive right now? Like, I would be, like, ravenous, like, angry. And uh, we had to have, like, a really long conversation about, like, recovery, rebuilding. And, like, even though you're not, like, moving as much, you still need to be able to, like, take in those things to heal. So, like, if you're not putting in protein, your carbohydrates, the fats, all that stuff, 
what do you think you're gonna, your body's going to do to try to rebuild itself? Yeah. But she was just like so... going to take from its yeah. supply. Mm-hmm. Just self-starving, and it was horrible. Um, and it, after, as soon as she started eating a lot more, it was like a whole new knee. Mm-hmm. Pain started going down. The aching was pretty much non-existent. She didn't feel as stiff anymore, and I'm like, huh. And that was in like two weeks of just changing her diet. And I was like, okay, cool. This is fantastic. Yeah. But, Yeah. That's a good one, because I've overheard probably the last, like, two or three weeks, like, in the gym, more so, like, uh, the kids, like, wanting more of an idea of, like, how many calories to take in, what should they be eating. So then, you know, you tell, like, a, a female, very active, that, okay, you need to be taking in probably 2,000 to 2,500 calories, and they're just, like, mind blown, because they're just, yeah. like, there's no way. But then, you know, like... My wife, Steph, is a great example because she pretty much eats everything that I do to an extent. I mean, obviously, like, (laughs) there's, like, extra protein shakes and shit like that that she's obviously not taking in. But, like, she's by far the best at it, like, way more than I am as far as, like, being consistent. Like, she lives off of white rice. It's, like, it grosses me out. I can't do it anymore. But, like, (laughs) she eats it. Like, she'll literally, if you let her, she'd eat it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner with, like, whatever else. She loves this stuff. Dang. But, like, you know, and, and it's not like she's, like, skinny, you know. It's like she's, like, pretty jacked. She's got a lot of muscle mass on her, mm-hmm. you know. And, I mean, at the end of the day, too, she deadlifts just as much, if not more, than most of the boys. Yeah. So. But, Definitely uh, catch him staring. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, oh, shit. Yeah. My favorite is, like, I don't tell them who, they, who she is. Just <laughs> <laughs> Put the fear of God into them. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, That's dude, awesome. she transferred from, like, Texas. I don't know. She's a senior, I think. <laughs> yeah, she's homeschooled. <laughs> you Jared Goff the kids. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's but awesome. Cardio and salads aren't going to get you where you want to be. Yeah. Yeah. That's another thing. Yeah. Cardio. Oh, yeah, everyone thinks that cardio is going to burn the fat off your body. Yeah. Hands mm-hmm. oh. down, the, the leanest I've ever been was at 5, 5% body fat. And I hit the track three times a week, and I had... Uh, peanut butter pie after my workout. Yeah. What? You can, like, regulate hormones in a certain way. Like, okay. obviously, when you're mm-hmm. exercising, your hormone is increased. Mm-hmm. Then you put simple sugars in it after a workout. It's going to upregulate that a lot faster. So it's like almost like a natural insulin. Yeah. Huh. It's an insulin spike. Mm-hmm. Dang. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I think that's the other thing, too, is, like, even when – Believe it or not, when I was at my leanest, <laughs> right around the same probably, and I would I would maybe do two to three sessions of cardio like a week, but it was always in some sort of a, a like a high intensity thing. It was like a sprint or like jumps and stuff like that, you know. And I mean, no one likes sitting on a treadmill for an hour. Like that sucks. You know, you can you can yeah. change things around much easier. You can. Add reps. You can add sets. You can cut your rest periods down. You know, I it, I mean, if you don't think that like the you can't cut a rest period down and it won't make a difference, cut your rest period in half. Go from a minute to thirty seconds and tell me a difference. That'll be the fastest thirty seconds of your life. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, you had something. I had some. Yeah. <laughs> we just saw the eyes uh, of Brandon go back into his head. Yeah. Cutting reps, adding sets. Um, uh, I was uh, like, you gotta get your 
RER, which is basically where um, what your body's using to burn fuel. So a lot of people are getting that low, steady state mm-hmm. where it's burning fat, and people don't really realize how like crazy the human body is. To where if you're burning fat, your body is gonna do whatever it can to like keep that fat because yeah. that's like okay, this is what it uses for fuel. We're gonna try to just sustain Hold that as much it. as possible. To where if you can get to that level of pushing your RER, I think it's around. 8.5 or 0.85 or up to 9 where you make, your body's making that switch to just burning carbs as fuel, that's where you're going to really start to see the, the body fat percentage start dropping off. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Keeping your protein intake high. Um, and then people don't realize, like, when they get on these, like, low-protein diets, like... Stupid as shit. Your brain is... The only thing it uses for full fuel is carbs. Yeah. Like, that is what your brain runs off of. And if you don't have any... Carbs in your body, it's your body's gonna take your protein, switch it to a carb, carb which is very toxic in the body. Like it, yeah, it, it takes a process. process yes, it. it's a whole other workout yeah, that yeah. you don't even know that you're doing. It's just doing it on its own. It's like that fatigue, it's building ketones up in the body and yeah. things like that, and it's yeah, and that's no why you feel like shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely not. That sounds horrible for all you uh, New Year's resolution people out there. Yeah. Because it is that time of year. I mean, I've been, I can think of in the last We've four all days, it. my DMs have been like shooting up like, hey, I'm, I'm ready to get in shape. I'm ready to take it serious. Things like that. What yeah. are some, I've been doing this and either there's yeah. no structure to the workout. There's no progressions. Haven't switched the diet up or just you've been doing it for yep. two weeks and well, that takes a while. I'm not seeing results. Yeah. Like it takes like six to eight weeks or eight to 12 weeks for you to realize and 16 weeks for someone else to realize and <laughs> I mean, oh, it's, a, no, it's uh you're you're the you're the last person to realize it maybe i thought you were first and then somebody else well, maybe it is i forget what it is yeah <laughs> but no, no no i do remember this stat it was like four eight sixteen like weeks yeah something like that yeah yeah that's too funny but I I used to do it all the time. Like as far as uh, as far as that goes, like sticking <coughs> sticking to at least a program while I was in college. In between the breaks that I would come home, because it was always more than eight weeks, but less than sixteen. So then it was like, okay, let me get my parents' opinion or just like random strangers or friends that I haven't seen mm-hmm. like since that last period. Like then you can kind of like just self evaluate based on like their reactions and stuff. And obviously you want to. You know, not have somebody that just kisses your ass and, mm-hmm. oh, hey, I, I gained 100 pounds in 16 weeks of pure fat. But, yeah, you look great. I'm like, no, dude, we're, we're not friends any longer. <laughs> like, you're lying to me. Um, yeah. another, there was one that I, I had do while we were talking. There were more uh, dietitians, like, that understood, like, the rigors of, like, sports performance and, like, in this area. I wish mm-hmm. we had that more readily, like, like accessible. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if like we could have that, like I almost would love to make that more of like a prerequisite before like anybody started any kind of like rehabilitation or uh, or any any kind of like you know strength and conditioning program. Like, are you willing to get your food in shape first? You know, because if you're not willing to do that, I mean, half the half the crap that you need to change is probably in the kitchen. Shit, ninety percent of it, yeah, probably. Yeah. And just and just change one thing at a time. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a huge upheaval. Yeah. That's what I think people don't understand. I mean, like, I, I would say the, the first thing that I would ask is either A, 
what do you normally eat for breakfast? Because I, I ask the kids that all, a ton. Yes. I think that like breakfast at the end of the day needs to be your largest meal because you essentially just came out of it. it if you're getting enough sleep, an eight-hour fast. Like so, your body needs all of that food right away, and it's gonna, you know, it's gonna digest it faster. Your day's gonna start out better. You're you're on a high going into work, going into class, whatever it be. But even if you're losing weight, you still yeah. have the rest of the day to burn those calories yeah. instead of putting all your meals at dinner time. Yep. Yeah. And then sleeping, yeah. which your body naturally slows down to, to, so you can fall into your REM sleep and everything along those lines. Which is another big one. Your body doesn't care what time you eat. The whole, like, yeah. uh, don't eat past 8 o'clock eight. thing <laughs> isn't a thing. Like, sick, dude, but yeah. I, I woke up at 6 p.m. because I worked third shift. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't apply any longer. Like, you know? <laughs> Body's hungry. Make sure you feed it. Yeah. Um, water intake is yeah. the other one. Like, how much water are you taking? And whatever they say, I automatically cut it in half. Because they're like, oh, at least a gallon. Not a chance. Not a chance. <laughs> no, there's no fucking way. Yeah, it's like, you go to the bathroom today. Yeah. There ain't no way. Yeah. So, always tell them I'm starting to get my, I've been slacking a lot in my water intake, I'll admit it. Yeah. But when I get back into it, it's like every 30 minutes, I gotta pee. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Bladder's not ready for this. Oh, yeah. The first week is miserable. Yeah. But I, I notice it a lot. Like, if, I, if I'm, if i like, real busy at work or, like, we're just doing stuff and we're constant going and not, because, I mean, we'll go three, four hours of just class, 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 class. Mm-hmm. And we haven't eaten food. We haven't touched water, yeah. you know. And then all of a sudden, we go to lift, and it's like, oh man, why do my joints hurt? Like, Everything sucks. Achy. Yeah, I feel like stone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really how it makes your muscle fibers fiber, like or we fire don't. when you're when you're wanting to. And everybody's like, well, I just feel kind of delayed today. It's like, well, one of my favorite things is you ever seen beef jerky? <laughs> there was one girl actually that increased her water intake instantly through fear yep I'm like how much water do you drink today and she's like listen I've already had four of these how many Alani's have you had today only one Lou said my legs gonna look like beef jerky if I keep doing that I'm so proud of her she's doing good Jesus. Yeah. another one is is um supplement wise mm. if it's uh if it's it's illegal. Probably not going to get you your results in the way as fast as you want them. <laughs> Is there a story with this? Well, everybody like you see like all the the ads and stuff and yeah. the Instagram posts where you can get like to this figure with this BCA or this oh um, yeah style of protein yeah. or this style Add of supplement. Fifty pounds to your bench in three weeks by taking this pre workout. Yeah, things like that. So if you're not buying it from probably some sketchy Chinese website. <laughs> Probably not gonna get there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. What's another big conception? Oh, I I only need to work on speed and vertical. That's a great one. Yeah. Completely cut out weight training altogether. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. Uh, lifting will make you slow. Yeah, I've, I've heard that one. I see that too. But, um, yeah. it, lifting won't. Um, your range of motion either i mean yeah no i use lifting to improve range of motion yeah correct mm-hmm. oh my gosh tight hamstrings rdls mm-hmm. seriously though mm-hmm. slow eccentric rdls you want them hammies to lengthen do it under load and it sure as hell ain't gonna stun your growth <laughs> no we, we won't go through that again <laughs> no. i'm not a fan of that one that one drives that, me that was my my favorite one too because like i think i think it was my dad 
that had said something about it, or maybe my mom, because she was a nurse too. But yeah, they didn't let me work out until I was like 13, 14. 14. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't allowed. I asked for like a Y membership, and they were like, no, you can wait until high school, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't until like my eighth grade year, like going into freshman year, I went like over the summer. And yeah, I also mm-hmm. grew like six inches that summer. So Jesus. it was a little rough. <laughs> Imagine your hips and knees then. Yeah. Very skinny. But, yeah. They say if you, like, grow, like, an inch, like, every inch you grow is, like, two to four months of, like, coordination mm-hmm. delay. So yeah, you see close. some of these kids with them, them growth spurts like that, it's, like, yeah, kind of le- relearn like, to uh, walk almost. <laughs> oh, like, one the basketball kid that I train, like, he's... It's almost like watching, in a body aspect of it, it's almost like watching myself, like, at 15 years old. I was like, dude, I know how frustrating this is. But, like, yeah, it, I mean, if you put yourself back at 15 years old and you thought every adult is just an idiot, they're like, you have no idea what this is like. You don't know what I'm going yeah. through. No, dude, I, I was born at 6'3", my poor mother. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, I didn't start like this. <laughs> I promise. There was multiple growth spurts in there. Hmm. But, yeah, it's a good one. I think that's definitely a hard one for kids is when they go through, like, this really big growth spurt. Um, one of the things I'm starting to see more and more of is, like, I've had a few patients coming in and, like, like complain of pain throughout, like, the hips, the knees, the ankles. And, I mean, we check everything just to make sure it's not, like, you know, some, you know, hideous thing going on. But, like... Rowing pains are are not a fun thing to go through, but then it's also your body relearning to move as well. That's what sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of curious to see, you know, how you two will eventually handle that when you have little ones of your own, my, myself included. Because, um, I mean, think about everything your parents did for you. Think about what you're going to do for your kids, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. I feel sorry for my kids, uh, strength, strength coach at school. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Be seven. You're just going to see Brandon in the yeah. window just, like, staring yeah. in. What are you doing? <laughs> speed, speed coach at school is only going to have ladders. Oh, my god! <laughs> You're just going to make your kids stay on a ladder the whole time. <laughs> Hopefully they get you. Morgan's genetics, like athletic ability. Oh, yeah. Because then they'll at least have a shot. Give or take, yeah. Varsity. What sports did she play? <laughs> played basketball. She had cheerleader mostly. Yeah. Played basketball. Think, but That's not. why she's such a freak athlete. Cheerleading. Hopefully they have the uh, the mindset to warm up before uh, exercising. Well, if they have her smarts, they're, Sounds stupid. they're set. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, a misconception. You don't need to warm up. Dynamic warm-ups are important. Listen. Yeah. No. If you stay one. ready, you never have to get ready. There was actually one thing that was like kind of interesting. <laughs> That's your secret. Yeah, you're always ready. Yeah, it's, uh, like you're never gonna like if you're in a real world situation, like you get into a fight or you're yeah. getting chased by something, like you don't have time to like warm up for that. Well, I mean, you, you just can gotta, ask nicely. You just gotta go. <laughs> like, Hold on, give sure. me five minutes. I need to get my hip circles in. <laughs> just drop down to the ground, start doing your ninety nineties. <laughs> you know, All right, I'm ready. <laughs> Let me just take off running this way. You follow me. Ready? Yeah. Well, give him a show. 
That is a good one. That's a good one. There, that's my favorite though. People will, like go like right to like a ninety percent or ninety five percent lift. Mm-hmm. Shock the nervous system. Muscle confusion. And then I'll give you confusion. Go right into it. Smack you upside the head. Which it's muscle confusion isn't a thing. Um, it's it's good to switch up your workouts. Like you know, keep everything moving. You know, you have like your solid six to eight core exercises. Kind of change up your accessories and things like that. But you're not confusing your muscles. Mm-mm. My favorite reel was some, so here, you're bring up- some guys like getting ready to do lat pull downs, and then all of a sudden starts doing calf raises. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> they were saying about muscle confusion. <laughs> that was pretty funny, but yeah, that's not a thing. No. And then uh, your all the let's, Instagram models and things like that. They sit there and they have their five pound dumbbells and they do their twenty minute circuit or whatever it may yeah. be with literally five pound dumbbells and a thing around their kneecaps all day. And it's, you're not going to achieve that that body frame with just that. People don't realize that most models don't work out. They are just genetically gifted, and that's yeah. just how it is sometimes. Yeah, Genetics play a huge role in everything. You don't mm-hmm. use it as an excuse, but it is mm-hmm. a huge role. Yeah. It is. And, and, like, to piggyback off of you there, like, they're always, they, they never have a bad photo. Like, they never have any tagged photos that, you know what I'm saying? So, it's like, they're they're always posing. They're always in the best lighting. Like, they, I don't know. I, I forget. You're, you're what. selling. It's a, it's a merchandise. Yeah. Like, you're literally selling a product. Yeah. So, if you if, if, if think of it this way. If you had a car on a lot, it looked like a piece of crap. Are you going to want to go buy that car? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Right? Exactly. But you take it through a car wash, and suddenly it looks good, and somebody's going to pay, you know, thousand dollars more exactly because they took it through a ten dollar car wash it's the exact same thing they're selling a product needs to be done you got to make everything look good um i think one thing that i've kind of gotten more used to hearing of like i guess you could say training concept like misconceptions would be that um i had someone telling me that they had to lift heavy all the time like all the time like 80 90 percent Every day. Because it was like the... I'm trying to think, what was it? Oh, I can't remember what, what... It was like an Olympic weightlifting CrossFit program. I can't remember the guy that created it. But basically, he was... He would have people lift heavy as often as possible. And this was like three or four times in a week. I can't remember who it was. It was driving me nuts. Well, I know like the Soviets used to do that back in the day. Because Lou used to talk about it all the time. And he would talk about how like... Um, like, their feature athletes were always, like, up front and center, but yeah. then there was, like, thousands of, like, dead bodies in the back behind the shed <laughs> that, like, couldn't cut it. Yeah. You know, so it's, you know, it's, you get that one gem out of every other crappy stone, you know? Yeah. So that one is just, like, a, a really big one, because you're just going to burn yourself out. You're trying to lift heavy all the time. Yeah. Not good. No, but, uh, you know, next time we'll get into a few more of the questions, guys. So, uh, you know, uh, subscribe to the page, uh, hit that follow button, and then uh, we'll put up another post so you guys can, uh, you know, let us know what questions you have. But uh, we'll see you guys next time.